for the flesh sets its desires against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh for the flesh sets its desire against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh this is in galatians 5 from verses 17 to 18 it proceeds and goes on to a point where it says but if you are led by the spirit you aren't under the law if you remember well the law or living under the law means living by flesh because we ought to be led by the spirit being led by the spirit involves conflict within yourself because of this constant opposition this is what i understand from this text this also means that the journey cannot be passive for this very fact good morning thank you for tuning into my podcast i continue to enunciate where i think purpose should be purported i woke up today and in my mind were the words not by sight and it's not that it's the first time i think about it it's just i guess it just came at the time where it needed to and not by sight not the infamous verse um, that says we ought to walk not by sight but by faith right but this in my heart is constant encounters with people um, and discussions um, I've heard or, or I've had regarding the Christian that should be led by the Spirit and particularly in discernment. We tend to discern a lot by being led by what we see. Because in this world, the patterns of the world and standards of it thereof have a lot of appearance being the highest criteria. And a lot of us as Christians tend to use the same practice and mistaken it for being led by the Spirit. The fact of the matter is we are flesh right we are flesh and these vessels or costumes have housed spirits our spirits so it is very common and i want to believe normal for us to be bound to succumb into character into our flesh but now the task at hand or the purpose of our living in order for us to discern and live by the spirit is that we should constantly not allow for even a little exposure to our flesh, to our nature self. Because any little exposure gives chance for this conflict to be prevalent. What I mean is we are flesh, but the minute you choose to live through the kingdom of God, you should be in constant covering, constant filling of the spirit into your being such that your flesh does not have a chance. If you're, const if you're in constant meditation of your word, I like saying it this way. Imagine you're a glass of water. Somebody actually did this illustration. Um, I saw it much later in my walk in life. 
um, but after realizing it anyway, somebody took a clean glass of water and started pouring in a black substance. So they poured it in, it flowed down to the bottom of the glass and kept filling up and contaminating the water and the color changed, right? So take yourself as that, as that pure glass of water. You came in the world, you are that, um, you are flesh, you are that water. And as we uh, receive things, see things, learn things, are framed by things, the color and texture and taste and smell of our flesh, of our spirits or souls rather change, right? So what I mean by this is that you are who you are right now, but if you are journeying in this Christian or spiritual life, you ought to refill, to clear out the color, the smell, the form that you have taken and constantly so with intention and through uh, counter-attacking so that all you are left with is pure water at the end of the day. Because otherwise, through the darkened eyes of the substance that we keep filling in, which is many things, the, like I said, the things that we learn how to think on earth, the patterns that we get used to and all of that, if you try to discern without the proper filling, without the word, without constant presence of God, without commune, you know, you will judge, you will say you are discerning, but through the veil that has been put before your eyes. But because in your heart you mean well and you are a follower of Christ and want to be like Christ, you will believe that because my heart is in the space and I am feeling this way and I am convicted and believe that what I'm seeing is right, you may even mistake in all of that true good intent for being good discernment when you may be wrong because there's a constant fight between your spirit and your flesh. Now, for you to know which you have more of is to judge by how much you've put into yourself, how much word you've put into yourself, and at what intervals. The other mistake that we do is we wake up in the morning and we know it's a ritual, we pray, we meditate. We live through the day, we gossip, we laugh, we sin a little bit and tell a lie, we do all of these small things, we dishonor God in denying that we um, follow him just in conversation and how we act and all of that. And at three o'clock in the afternoon, we remember that we want to do another devotional. So in between, there's already a gap. At one moment, we're spiritual. At the next moment, we're flesh. At one moment, we're spiritual. The next, we are flesh. So you must be mindful that at your, your, your key task at every moment is to call on to God to help you and for you to actively suppress the flesh because its ways prevail because you are in that mode any other time of the day. So counter it if your flesh is your flesh 24 hours a day without even missing a second. You must counter it with the spiritual stuff 24 hours a day. It is possible in starting first in just reading the word. It is possible by what your thoughts are. It is possible in what you partake in on a daily basis, and I mean constantly, every second of the way, moment by moment, 
where you actively decide, I am choosing Christ at this moment. And not even trying to do it yourself. Choose Christ. He says to us that we must call unto him. He says that we must seek him. I believe in Proverbs uh, 2 verses 3, he says that we should call out for him, for his insight and cry aloud for understanding. Only then will we get the understanding and the fear of the Lord and the knowledge of God. And he says that we must trust in our hearts, with, with all of our hearts rather, and not um, lead on our own understanding. What he means that it, with, it, with that is that at any given time, we ought not to say um, or use what is called inference. We shouldn't say because I've seen this pattern, it means this and be confident in that without even testing your own judgment by consulting God. He invites conversation. So we need to surrender ourselves to the spiritual stuff. And sur surrendering doesn't just mean accepting the title or being identified as a Christian and no, no, I'm a Christian. I don't want that or this or that. And we think we're okay and done. We must actively source God, source him to guard our spirits, source him so that we only talk to him about a situation that we are discerning at a given point in time. Don't discern, don't make a judgment and be okay with it without consulting the God that is your source every time, not sometimes, every single time. If we lack this knowledge at this point in time, if we are not confident in our discernment and all of these, we need to start at the word. God himself has said to many of his prophets, I remember in Samuel where he said to him, I think they were choosing men to go to war or something. And he said to him, do not look on his appearance or his stature and height because I've rejected him. Man looks at the outward appearance, but I look at the heart. I remember again in Matthew where it says, um, do not look at outward appearance as well um, because they may appear righteous, but they are all full of hypocrisy and lawlessness. So stop judging by appearance and instead judge using or listening to, by listening to the spirit. A discerning heart seeks knowledge. In Proverbs again it says, that is why I say you can only get it right if you are rooted in the word. And not sometimes, not inconsistently. If all that is buzzing in your mind is the word, not the things of the world, not where your next paycheck is going to come from not where um you can socialize or find a spouse and whatever if you're constantly in the word because the word will be your light we need to remember that the devil himself parades as an angel of light we need to understand that we have false prophets in the world today performing miracles Yet we do not know. We sit in a church and we do not even know. We don't even have the discernment. And true discernment, not by judging, not by fear, not by miscalculated judgments and all of that. We do not even know. We can't, we can't if we're sitting in a group of people, we can't point out and say, I see an angel present. Because it doesn't always mean looking out for bad things. 
you can't point out and say, I see an angel. There it is. It is ministering to that pastor standing right before me. We need to be that spiritual. We can't be passive and claim to have some sort of um, righteousness that is over other people just because we have discerned. You know what happens nowadays? People will look at you and you have added a few kilos. Literally, somebody looked at me and I added a few kilos. And yes, I wore makeup and I had a smile on my face. I was broken. I was going through tough things. And you know these things you can't always share with people. And for some time, I had hung out with the wrong people. And I hadn't gone to church for a while. And this person outright calls themselves a prophet and comes to me. A prophetess um, actually answers to me. Wow, I see the glory of God. And I said, well and good. It may be that I have grace and yes, I am being protected. But what glory are you seeing? Because my fruits at the meantime, in the meantime, aren't even glorifying him. So we run the risk of seeing even the elite. I remember there's a verse in Matthew that says um, that these appearances are used to deceive the people of God. That even the elect are set before us. You know what happens? Today, you'll drive a certain car or have a weave on or associate, it, or associate with a certain pastor and you will be deemed righteous. That is wrong. That is misdiscernment if there's such a word. So we need not be led by our sight because our sight is also influenced by our hearts hearts that are deceptive you know i think i think this is a spiritual pandemic because many people don't see it many people trust and are influenced by all of these judgments that we have such that we treat people unequally we judge and divide churches and we don't even see that we are contributing to this if anything we will defend it we will prove our track record of how we are prophets and how we've dreamt dreams and all of these things yet our influence our base our source may be full of the word the world patterns so i encourage you today desire that you are positioned in power desire that you are knowledgeable such that you can discern and discern in truth and in spirit be rooted in the word and want God's presence with you constantly. God is so real. He is as real as said in another episode. He is as real as the hand. If you hold out your hand and look at your nails, you should be able to tell that God is right here with me. Seek him. Every time you discern something, like you would run to a friend and say, you know, I think I see this. Say to God, God, I think I am untrusting of this person. Am I getting this right? And wait, wait for a response. Do not look for it where it's not. When it's God, you will know that this is a response from my God. And instantly respond to the spirit. A lot of the time the spirit talks to us, but we take time to respond to it. Test yourself. Look for it in the word. Write it down. Okay. 
and make sure that it is not a worldly judgment. For we ought not to be led by sight. So I encourage you today, be careful of this. Be active. Do not be passive. And do not claim or even want to say out a thing or be influenced by a thought that you have that may not be the right discernment. Just because somebody's quiet does not mean they're going through the most. Just because somebody is sinning and going through whatever they're going through does not mean that they've fallen off the wagon. Remember Job? How many people would have discredited him and said, he's not with God, when all the while he was going through this for the glory of God? Let us be led by the Spirit. Let us seek the Spirit. And let us deny the flesh from using us to be hypocrites and think that we've got things right when we don't. Stay blessed, Brother Lynn. I hope you are encouraged.